What's up and welcome back to the Sinbin Podcast. I'm your host, John Burnett, and we are without Ryan today. It's just me and Andrew. Yeah, we're, That's all you get. We're rolling without a uh, without a right winger here. It's just the center and the left winger right now. We're we're on the penalty kill right now, waiting for Ryan to Ryan to get back. Uh, as as we've mentioned before, this is not a real job. Uh, Ryan has big boy work things to do, so he couldn't be with us. We're very upset. Uh, this is my job, do, though. My job at the golf course is just a hobby, really. We do we do work better as a uh, threesome than a twosome. So, uh, Andrew. What's up, pal? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good right now. It's finally, finally starting to warm up here in uh, southeast Pennsylvania, so uh, it's starting to get into that summer vibe, even though uh, we're only in May, but you know. You want me to, you want me to make you feel really horrible? What? It's It was 90 degrees here today. <laughs> it's 90 degrees. What, well, what's the humidity, though? Because that, that'll kill you. None. Nothing? It's dry heat, man. Yeah, that's Arizona, man. Uh, that sounds great, actually. Speaking of the Northeast and cold, uh, you brought this up to me. Fenway Park will be the host of a bowl game between the ACC and the American Athletic That's Conference. Right. Yeah. You told me. I just I just wanted to touch on this a little bit because I think it's uh, I think it's uh, cool because I I think college bowl season might be my favorite time of the year in the whole sports calendar. Either that. Or Marsh Madness. Um, games everywhere. There's yeah, but here's the thing. Aside from the fact that Fenway Park is is like a, it's such a cool like historic stadium. America's most beloved ballpark. Yes. Right. There's only like one other bowl game that's on this uh, on the docket that's in a cold weather place that isn't in a dome, obviously because they play in Detroit, but they're at uh, Ford Field. Mm-hmm. And that's the the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium. Other than that. I think the coldest game would be like the Las Vegas Bowl because I like Las Vegas gets to like the fifties in December. I mean, even then, fifty degrees for football is not horrible. No, it's not. As long as there's no wind, but um, I just playing in warm weather is great. But you know, I think it really like speaks to the the character of a team to see how they can play in a uh, cold weather games. So uh, I, I'm a big uh, proponent of this. And uh, the people people sleep on the American, but those those kids can play. So like a good uh, ACC American Athletic battle, you know, maybe you get like a uh, like a Cincinnati in there. It's a good I was team. Say who's in the American conference? You get, well, you got UCF, Cincinnati. They were the top two. UCF um, uh, last year's uh, national champions. Yeah, you know Memphis. Memphis can play with the big boys when they're when they're at their best. They're in the uh, AAC. I would agree. So uh, you know. And then ACC's. I mean, Clemson's not going to be in this bowl. Uh, no, Def- no. You're looking at like a Wake, like a Wake Forest, probably, or maybe a Georgia Tech if they can they can get their feet under them finally. Speaking of Clemson, did you see uh, Davo Sweeney's new contract? I heard about it. I didn't really look into it though. What was it? I think it was ten years, like ninety something million dollars. Something it's a, John. It's big time college football. Something John Gruden asked. No. I mean, oh god. I'm just. Uh, it really, really helps when you make it to the college football playoff four years in a row. It does. It's probably very easy to negotiate a high contract when you're that. Oh, they probably just gave Dabo a blank check and said, "Put whatever you want on it." <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that's definitely what they did. Like what? <laughs> like what? I mean, how many? What has he got? One national championship and then four trips, and he's played in three national championship games. Uh yeah, he was in the he was in the semifinal in twenty. It had to be tw- it was twenty seventeen. It wasn't last year. It was the year before. Cause right. They played Alabama twice in a row, and then they. Well, they played Alabama all four years. It's just one was yeah, in the semifinal. One was in the semifinal, and then Alabama went on to beat Georgia in the uh, the championship game. In that was a great game. Yep. Um, you you also. You sent me a, a Kevin Hart tweet. I saw that in the rundown. What? Is okay, so we don't talk about basketball that much. I don't. I can't break down X's and O's for you because I really don't know that much. But Kevin Hart tweeted this after this. The Seventy Sixers won Game Two. They got dominated in Game One at Toronto, and they uh, they came back with a win of their own in Game Two. So uh, now becomes a best of five series with three out of the five will be played in Philadelphia. Obviously, Drake is. Pretty famous for sitting courtside at Raptors games. 
And on the flip side of that, Kevin Hart, who's from Philly, is he's pretty famous for sitting courtside at Sixers games. So after the 76ers won, Kevin Hart tweeted, See you in Philly, Drake. Let's go Sixers. Great game tonight, fellas. You know. Uh, I'm okay with that so far. And then some Typical, typical some celebrity tweet. I'm going to pull up a tweet from just one fan, but this one fan holds the same attitude for so many other people because people call into sports radio here all the time and say this exact thing. He responded, Nobody wants you there. Last year, you rang the bell for Game 2 versus the Heat. We lost for the first time in almost a month. Don't cancel out the Drake curse with your own. Stay away. Keep working on your comedy special. Do whatever you want. Just don't show up to the Wells Fargo Center. Okay. Now, what I want you to do is sit back, relax, close your eyes, and then imagine that... Imagine believing in the curse of a celebrity showing up to one of your games. Imagine actually believing that a person showing up to the game is what's costing your team a win. Okay? I, I, I am so fed up with this. It's like the, the, the no-hitter jinx. Hey, guess what? That doesn't exist. You tweeting that so-and-so has a perfect game has literally zero effect on the pitcher pitching. Okay, so to, to sit here and say, oh, Kevin Hart, uh, uh, you're the heart and soul of Philadelphia, but also don't show up to support your basketball team because I think it's going to make us lose. Hey, you're insane. Okay, I just, uh, that kind of thing bugs me, and it's, it's one of those little things that shouldn't bug me, but it does, and I, it, this person's an idiot. When, when you say the, the no-hitter jinx, you're talking about tweeting about it or guys on the bench? Because guys, like, in the dugout, that's a known rule. You don't talk about it. Okay, it might get... If it's guys on the... If on it's the guys team. on the bench saying it, it's it's not a jinx. It might get into the pitcher's head a little bit. That's but what if, I'm saying. Okay, so, yeah, sure. But if you're tweeting about it, no, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Kevin Hart sitting courtside at a 76ers game is not going to cost them the win. It's just... Don't, don't cancel out the Drake curse with your own curse. Hey, guess what? There's also no such thing as a Drake curse. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you there. Oh, what? my God, Johnny. Don't tell me you believe in all this. I, I mean, they're, they're I, funny memes on Twitter, but it's not real. I know. He has no outcome on the no effect on the outcome of the game. The man's record is preposterously bad. It's so bad. Hey, I think John, the, Johnny, guess what? I've been to four Eagles games in my life. They've lost all four. I'm not famous, so it's... So there's no such thing. It's not me. They're just losing football games when I happen to be there. It's not, but I mean, you, you look at you look at the, the memes that come out are the best. And I think uh, he took a yeah, picture. He they did the picture. same thing with Tony Romo too. Yeah, he took a picture last year. Drake did with uh, JD Martinez during the uh, playoffs. I think it was during like the ALDS against the Yankees, and everybody was like, "Oh God, we're screwed." And I literally, I was like, "Take it down." JD, take it down. Put it up after the season. Bro. Okay, and Johnny, guess what? The Red Sox won. Yes, I know. They're the they are the exception to the rule. They're, no, they, you know they're not the exception to the rule because there's no rule. It literally doesn't exist. How about rule. how about people with the audacity to blame Justin Bieber for the Maple Leafs losing Game Seven just because he was there? Yeah, that's a little much. Ha, how about the fact that the Maple Leafs were already underdogs in that series? Jake was there too, and wearing a turtleneck. Okay, yeah, that's that's what should what should happen actually. Uh, I think Drake should go to the NCAA tournament and wear the jersey of like a 16 seed, and when they lose by 45 points, we go, "Oh, Drake cost them the game." Oh, no, 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 he didn't cost them the game. They were just worse, and they lost. Um, but that leads me into this next point. We were talking about this before the podcast. I was actually wrong. Ben Simmons and Kendall Jenner are no longer dating. That's what I thought. I, I, was, I was wrong about that. I They're actually like, not. I'm, I'm pretty sure, uh, uh, by the way, shout out uh, Chicks in the Office from Barstool. They, they definitely covered this. I think okay. Franny is like a big, uh, she's from Philly, so she was very against any of her basketball players dating the uh, anybody in the Kardashian realm. So... Uh, All right, but here's here's what I wanted to say. Um, pe- pe- aside from the fact that it's nobody's business what he's doing off the court, as long as it's not like incriminating and illegal, yeah, I right. Agree. 
Johnny, this offseason and coming into this season, the amount of people that called in to complain that he was dating Kendall Jenner and was saying how she was going to be a distraction to him, this, that, and the other thing, m made me want to shit my pants and leave it there for 45 minutes. Like, I, I got so fed up with this. And here's the reason why. You put yourself in Ben Simmons' shoes, okay? Your girlfriend is Kendall Jenner, arguably one of the most famous person, like, in the world right now. Um, probably up there for most attractive. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Quite the looker. She's, she, she's, she's easy on the eyes. You she's your girlfriend. You don't think that's going to motivate him to play better? You think that she's going to stay with you if you're some scrub? No, 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 no. And guess what? If, they're stayed, if they had stayed together, and she, he's got to go to her house for Thanksgiving, and he looks across the table, and there's Kanye West? After you, losing in the first round. You better be an all-star at least. There's no fucking way that dating Kendall Jenner was going to throw him off his game. If he looks over and sees her sitting in the front row, if that's me, I'm going to be like, put me in, coach. I just got, an, I just got another win. But, and by the way, uh, he made the All-Star game this year. So I, I could tell how, how much she really threw him off his game. That, that kind of thing, it's so minute that it bothers me. But it bothers me when people people complain, hey, Yeah, I know Ben Simmons is really having a good time with his girlfriend, but I think it's, uh, I'm really worried that it's going to affect uh, how he plays. So uh, I think he should stop. Uh, because uh, my wants are more important than his. Uh, I mean... Is it can can I I heard obviously I don't watch basketball but is it like can't Ben Simmons like not shoot is that a thing? Well, at, he couldn't shoot before Kendall Jenner though. That's, that was uh, no, I'm saying like excuse, can, can the man like not shoot? Yeah, that's not his game. He's he's a facilitator. He's a facilitator and he's good at driving to the basket. Like he's gonna score all of his points from probably from inside the paint or the free throw line. Okay. But he'll get he can get you. Like 10, 15 assists a game, and he and he's a pretty good defender too. It shows you how much I know about basketball. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, like people who listen to this are gonna roast me for like not knowing that subject. I don't watch basketball. I've made this perfectly clear. Yeah. I don't watch. I don't really care. Uh, obviously, that sport's very popular. Go oh, do your thing. I'm just not gonna watch. Doesn't bother me that you watch it. Doesn't. Oh. Uh, you got a rank similar for me, uh, Andrew? I do. Uh, I wish Ryan could be here for this one. But um, we're going to stay on theme with the whole Bendel, Sim uh, Bendel Simmons. Jesus. Bendel Simmons. That, I probably should, I, damn it, I should have done that, actually. I probably could have made t-shirts when they were still together. You're off your game a little bit today. Okay. So we're going to stay on theme with that. Now, Johnny, you're going to have to use your imagination for this one because this is all, these rankings are fictional. It's like a what-if scenario, okay? Okay. It's a NHL playoff edition of power couples. So if these, if these NHL players were dating each other, how much would you uh, ship them or stand them, you know? Like on some, some Mike Fisher, Carrie Underwood type thing, except it's going to be fake. Meaning but it's going like to be funny. When you when you say stand them, like how much like would I enjoy them or would I not enjoy them? Yeah. Okay. From five to one. Okay. Martin Jones and Rashida Jones. Do you know who she is? I do not. Do I need to Google her? She was in the office. She did you have you seen the office? No. Partly, but not really. And not Parks and Rec either. No. Okay. Do um, you know who Do you know who Kate McKinnon is from Saturday Night Live? Andrew, you seriously asking me pop culture questions? Fuck. Well, Kate I, Kate McKinnon and Nathan McKinnon were my backup. In case you didn't know Rashida Jones. Well, I like I have Google. We're looking it up. We're good. Right. Okay. I got a visual. Okay. So the two of them. Mark okay. Mark and Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Okay. I'm Googling her just to have her up on my screen. Alright. Keep going. Pamela and Frederick Anderson. 
Pamela Anderson, the the Pamela Anderson I'm thinking of, right? Is there more than one? Uh, there might be, but okay, yeah, keep going. Okay, um, that's three, right? Yeah. Okay, Boone and Kendall Jenner. Boone, what? Boone Jenner from the Blue Jackets. Oh, oh, oh. They all have the same last name. That's okay, like how. I'm... Okay, okay. So like, Pam Anderson, Freddie Anderson, Mark Stone, Emma Stone, Martin Jones, Rashida Jones, Boone Jenner, Kendall Jenner. Okay. And last but certainly not least, this is actually my favorite one: Scarlett and Ryan Johansson. Oh Lord. Well. All right. Uh, I want to go with Martin. The Joneses are going to be at five. So nobody's going to be keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, don't blame me for that one, really. Um... Can I have Pamela Anderson in her prime? I mean, this is all fictional, so I guess you can do whatever you want. Okay. I'm going to go Pamela Anderson in her prime. And then... Frederick Anderson was the uh, husband? Yeah. Okay. God... I really don't want it. What was what was my fifth one? I got you had Martin and Rashida. Yeah, no, I'm talking like I got so I got Stones, Andersons, Jenners, the Joneses, and who was my? Is, is and, that it? And the Jones. There's five. Okay. Joneses. Jo Jones? Johansson, Jenner, Jones, oh, oh, Anderson, okay, okay, and Stone. Okay, okay. Uh, Anderson, four. The Jenners, three. Johansson's, two. Stone, one. You're going even Mark Stone. I ever well, I, Mark Stone might be okay. Did you hear that story about his girlfriend, though? Or was that... No, that was, I'm sorry. That wasn't him. That was Hoffman. Who did what now? When Mike Hoffman was on the Senators, his his girlfriend or wife made, like, a burner account to troll oh, Eric Kyle Carlson. Turris. Kyle Turris and uh, Eric Carlson. That's why Kyle Turris got traded. Oh, they did... He did it to both of them? Or she did it to both of them? Oh, yeah. That's why oh, I didn't Kyle, know that. That's why Kyle Turris got traded. Oh, Like, okay. that's the reason he got traded to Nashville. <laughs> I guess that's why... Uh, Carlson booked it out of Ottawa also. I mean, that had a factor, but Carlson was leaving regardless. Well, that's probably a good point. I mean, but yeah, Emma Stone is one. I'm sorry. Emma Stone just, she she does it for me. I know. Yeah. Scarlett and Ryan Johansson would be uh, interesting, I think. I don't know why Scarlett Johansson decided to, like, shave all her hair off, though. It's a look. I mean. Yeah, it's but, not a good one, though. Yeah. Each their own. That's just me. Each their own. I mean, that's what it is. Uh, I'm gonna put your phone on silent. Good lord. <laughs> that wasn't me. That ain't me. Anyway. Was it? Oh, well, it was me. I'm sorry. I was gonna say mine's always on silent. It was my iPad. Um, we talk about the Phillies for a second here. We can. What are they? They're in first place, right? They are, yeah. I think by half a game. And Ryan's going to feel real good about this one. You want to know what uh, his slash line is, Bryce Harper? I, I mean, he's probably hitting like 238 right now, right? 231. 231? Wow, fuck. 376 okay. on base, 472 slugging, and an OPS of 848. Well, I don't know what slugging or OPS even means, so... S slugging is... Uh, when you get a hit, you get one. If you hit home run, you get four. So it's oh. just, yeah. And then OPS is just on base plus slugging. That's all it is. So it's 376 plus 472 is 848. Okay. So that's all that is. I mean, it's the presence of Bryce Harper being in the lineup that is making everybody else look really, really good. Like, he's the lowest hitting... He's the worst hitter as far as average goes uh, on the team. 
Right, but I, I think I looked at his stats the other day compared to the rest of the team, and he's like he's third on the team pretty much across the board in terms of like hits, home runs, and RBIs. Right, uh, right now Hoskins and Michael Franco are ahead of him, yeah, which like isn't ideal. I know they gave him all this money, but you know it's the first month. And he's still, it's not like he's just flat out not producing, because he is. It's the presence of him in the lineup. Right. Thinking of what they, what he's going to do. That's all it is. I mean, Gene Segura, good lord. Ryan can say what he wants. The Yankees and Phillies have the exact same record now, right right now, though, so. Mm. My Red Sox are being very bipolar. Six and four in their last ten, though, and a, a three, a little a three-game heater there. Johnny. We've won, we've won eight out of our last twelve. Take away that doubleheader uh, last Tuesday against Detroit, and I mean that was just that was just shitty from the start. So, uh, also Tyler Thornburg, uh, could you uh, please figure it the fuck out? <laughs> when we when when you come into a game, and we're up, he did this the last two games against the A's. Two games. He comes into the ninth inning. We got a massive lead. We got like a six-run lead. Right, I'm gonna give up a lead-off home run or a run of some sort. I'm gonna walk two guys. I'm gonna make this very stressful for everybody involved, and then I'm gonna get out of it. Can can you not just go one, two, three? Rick Porcello literally went eight. Let uh, what was this? Two days ago, Porcello went eight innings, gave up two hits. And had a five nothing lead going into the ninth. All you gotta do is shut it down. The A's couldn't hit shit. They couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat. But no, Tyler Thornburg comes in, lead off home run. Lead off home run. It was ridiculous. Like, can we lock it down? For the love of God. It's, it's it just pisses me off. It really does. Uh. Jason Shirley got drafted by the Ravens, and your that. boy is very excited. I don't care if it's six-round pick. I don't give a shit. And everybody who's saying that, oh, my God, he's coming after Lamar's job, no. Just stop. Stop. We all know that Trace is hes a backup in the NFL. He is, in my opinion. For the time being, probably, yeah. Yeah, for the time, I mean, for the time being, guy's got to... He's got to learn the offense. There's a reason he wasn't even talked about uh, in the on anybody's draft board as far as like first round picks go. I mean, he's gonna. They're probably gonna use the Ravens are probably gonna use Trace like um, Taysom Hill in New Orleans, which I'm completely fine with. Yeah, and, and oh by the like on, he's gonna be on punt block and. Taking some snaps because oh by the way we have RG three. He's st- he's still playing. Oh yeah, we signed him to a two year contract. He needs to be selling insurance now. But I mean, I'm thinking like, eh, this is obviously a wild, wild thought. Uh, the Ravens could have three quarterbacks on the field at one time. Well, I don't I know bet. if they would do that. Uh, John Harbaugh's a crazy man. Special team, special teams coach. Crazy man. Special teams for your Philadelphia Eagles during the Andy Reid regime. I did know that. Yeah, he was the uh, special teams coach when they made it to the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, also, stay. I want to stay the AFC North. Uh, Browns, the Cleveland Browns, can we stop giving them the Super Bowl? <laughs> like, can we stop, please? Like, my I, my motto with them is I'll believe it when I see it. I, I, I've fucking had it with this. Oh, my God, they're going 13-3. Yes, you're going to improve. Obviously. You got Baker, you got Odell, you got Jarvis Landry, you got Miles Garrett. You have Kareem Hunt after his suspension. And, oh, by the way, you have two other running backs that are very good. But yeah, let's, Nick, let's, Nick Chubb and who else? Uh, Johnson? Somebody? Oh, Duke um, Johnson? Yeah. He's still there? Okay. I think so. I think so. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's still there. Let me look into this. Anyway, can we... i got a fact check here. Can we, we, like, stop giving them a 13-3 record and say they're just going to steamroll the fucking division? Yeah, I... Like, enough! Enough with your bullshit. Duke Johnson is still on the Browns. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, yes, you have all these weapons. 
I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm not giving you the division. You've been dog shit for 20 fucking years. And now we're just going to, yeah, here, the division's yours. Yeah, the Ravens and Steelers, yeah, they, they don't matter anymore. Because we haven't owned this division for a decade and a fucking half. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. There are, it's obviously going to be more competitive, which, I mean, is good. Yeah, it's good for the league, but they, they were still they were still sub five hundred last year. They were what were they seven eight and one? Yeah. They uh, yeah. I'm just I I I've had it with people just handing the Browns the Super Bowl. Just yep, we're gonna give you a free ride. Uh, you've been dog shit since you came back to the NFL on '99. And uh, don't come at me with this. Oh my God, you're a Ravens fan, and the Ravens are still the Browns and all this guy. Like, n shut up. Just enough. Wasn't our fault. It wasn't Baltimore's fault that uh, you guys left in '95. Wasn't our fault. Oh, by the way, we had a we had uh, uh, Robert fucking Ursay, that fucking idiot, uh, leave Baltimore in '84 in the middle of the fucking night like a goddamn coward. Right. So, Browns fans, I'll believe it when I see it. And if you're better than us, fine. I'll believe you. Yes, you beat us. You beat us. You're better than us. Good, fine. I'm not handing you the Super Bowl. Not handing it to you in April or May, whatever the hell month we're in. Get into the season. Get into the nitty gritty. It's May second, Johnny. It's almost Cinco de Mayo, baby. It is. I, it kind of sucks. It's on a Sunday now. I was hoping it would be on a Saturday. You know. But... I mean, you'll celebrate it on a Saturday. <laughs> There's going to be plenty of Coronas to go around in the uh, Henry household, but. That week, this weekend, but um, I, I'm with you. I, I like I said, I'll believe it when I see it. I know the the Browns are loaded with talent. Um, I, like I'm not denying the fact that they're loaded with talent. I'm not. Yeah. Like I, it's not it. The Browns are not two W's a year. They're not anymore. Yeah. And they and they weren't even last year. Even last year, you saw that they were good. They had talent. They're finally. They're finally Cleveland. The Cleveland Brown front office has finally got his head out of his ass. Who, who's your uh, Who's your pick right now to win the AFC North? Because I, 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 I can't even think that it would be the Steelers. So, like, do you think it's the Ravens? Right now, it's a toss-up between the Steelers and the Ravens. I'm not. I can't. I'll put the Browns in the mix, but they're definitely third right now. I mean, obviously, I want to pick the Ravens because the Steelers. Had that epic collapse down the stretch last year. Yeah. And if we won with Lamar as a rookie, basically running the 1920s uh, Green Bay Packer offense. <laughs> right. And if Lamar can learn how to throw, and he's going to get better, everybody does, I still think it's going to be a very tough division, but I think the Ravens are going to win it. Hollywood Brown. Yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm gonna be biased as a Ravens fan. Yes, I want my team to win the division. What do you want from me? But also look at the numbers. Steelers collapsed. They lose Bell and Brown. Obviously, Bell wasn't there at all during the year. But also, the Steelers have also cut uh, some cancer out of their locker room with Antonio Brown leaving. That's true. So, and even as a Ravens fan, uh, I like Juju. Juju is a good dude. I will give him that. If he turns into diva wide receiver Antonio Brown 2.0, then they're probably going to have another problem. But I'm going to go with Steelers and Ravens at the top, then the Browns, then the Bengals, who have just been irrelevant for God knows how long. But they finally fired Marvin Lewis, I'd say about five years too late. Uh, he w he was like never not on the hot seat. That guy. He was on the hot seat, like our freshman year in high school. That's what I was about to say. Like probably since middle school for me. He's been he's been on the hot seat since like 2011. I don't know how you can. Uh, props to him for like finessing his way through all these years. The Browns or the Bengals haven't won a playoff game since like 1990 or something like that, right? Yeah. The Bengals haven't won a playoff game since, I think, 1988. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's – it's a, it's honestly impressive because it's not even like they're – they've just been losing all these years. They've had plenty of playoff opportunities since then. Well, I mean, the 90s 
uh, that was the Bungles uh, era. Yeah, but you like you get you got your Carson Palmer years. You got some good years out of the Andy Dalton, AJ Green era, which we're, that, we're still in right now. Technically, I think Dalton's on his way. That out, 05 Bengals team, right? Yeah, was scary good. And lost in wild card round to yes. to the eventual champion Steelers. Well, yes, but I mean Carson Palmer also tore his ACL. That's a good point, and so they changed not, the rule because of that injury. Yeah, they had to bring in Kitna. Kitna's, I'm sorry, John Kitna, very capable backup. He's not winning a playoff game. I'm sorry. It's just not happening. <laughs> also, uh, rest in peace, Chris Henry. No, no relation. Yeah. Uh, Palmer doesn't get hurt. I think the Bengals win that game. Yeah, they got know. off to a great start. Oh, yeah. The, the play Palmer got hurt, it was like a 60-yard bomb to uh, Chad to Chris Jones. Henry. No, it was Chris Henry. They, was and they, they both actually got hurt on that same play. They both had to leave the game. I, I, I can't remember what Chris Henry's injury was. He's caught the uh, – maybe he had happened on the tackle. But they – I think they got out something like a 10 nothing lead. Let me yeah. see if I can find that game. They did. I, but, I mean, Palmer gets hurt. That's your, that's your franchise quarterback. And then they were good for years after that. But that was – Palmer even said, like when they did uh, his Football Life documentary, he right. said he's like, yeah, that was our year to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That was our year. We won the division. We kicked everybody's ass. Yeah. It was 10 nothing Cincinnati at the end of the first quarter. Okay. And then they, I mean, I think they swept the division that year. I think they went 6-0 and in the division. Um, how did they not even have a first-round bye, though? The, Col- the Colts had a first-round bye. I know that. Oh, and, and the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos were really good, and the Colts were really That was uh, Jake Plummer. Was that Jake the Snake? It was Jake the Snake Plummer, yeah. Jesus. They had him. They had the pride, uh, the pride Champ of, Bailey. The pride of Arizona State University, Jake Palmer. <laughs> Champ Bailey. Um, that was a really good team. They were, let's see, the Bengals were 11-5. and five. The Colts were 12-4 and four probably. The Colts, remember the, the Colts had gone, they went like 11 or 12 games without losing. A, I think they started like 11 or 12 and out. They, I mean... No, the Bengals lost one game in the division, also to the Steelers. Okay, so they, they were five and one in the division. Okay, maybe. well, I mean, still, that's incredible in the division to go five and one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, that Colts team. It was like, it was that was the uh, the Vanderjack years. Right. At uh, the kicker position. They started off thirteen and zero that year. Good God. And finished fourteen and two. Oh yeah, because and think then that, lost their first playoff game. That was the year that they that uh, Tony Dungy decided to rest guys at the end because they were so far out ahead mm-hmm. of the AFC South. So uh, and then I mean, then they lost to the Steelers because Ben Roethlisberger made an amazing tackle after Jerome Bettis fumbled at the goal line. Right. That's the only reason. And then the Steelers went and beat the Broncos. Yes, they did with Jake the Snake Palmer. Yeah, and then uh, we're not we're not going to talk about that Super Bowl. No, do you think it was an offensive pass interference, Johnny? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I was watching that game. No, it wasn't. But the refs called it. It is what it is. Uh, did you hear what Mike Holmgren? Did you? So Mike Holmgren, the, one first of, of the all, ref- first of all, the wide receiver. Do you remember who it was? For the Seahawks. Yeah. Jackson? No. Who was it? Bobby Ingram, a former Penn State Nittany Lion. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Mike Holmgren told the story like years later. He said that he knew the refs from he knew one of the referees from when he was coaching in California in high school, and they both had like risen up the ranks. Uh-huh. And he said to the ref, he's like, "I hope this game isn't too big for you." Before the game started, and I was like, oh, that probably didn't help. I'm not saying it influenced it. That's just a little nugget I heard. Um, but either way, Steelers won that game. Big Ben with, I think it was, I think it was, and still uh, disregarding Jared Goff last year. In the Super Bowl, that was the worst performance by a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I think yeah, he was like nine for twenty-one in that game. And oh, no, oh, 
Yeah, no disregard, yeah, disregard Jared Goff because he lost the game. What the hell am I saying? For a Super Bowl winning quarterback, I think that's the worst performance. Antoine uh, Antoine was their was their uh, best quarterback that day. That's right. He who was the only one on the Steelers that had a passing touchdown that game. Yeah. For the Heinz Ward, that motherfucker. Uh, the NHL playoffs, Andrew. Right. Oh boy. This Bruins jacket series, Brad Marchand, you are just the biggest piece of trash in the NHL. Oh, uh, you know what? Fuck me. It was Daryl Jackson. You were right. Oh! It wasn't Bobby Ingram. I'm sorry. Don't you test my knowledge, Andrew? This is Bobby Ingram did go to Penn State though. But the, you know what? This is why this is why I have a computer right here. I gotta look this shit up to make sure I'm not making an ass of myself, which I, I didn't, did. I didn't even need that. I knew who it was. Daryl Jackson was not Bobby Ingram. But you know what? I fact check and uh, I admit my mistake. So here we go. Anyway, uh. Bruins Jackets. Uh, what is that series, Andrew? Is that series, what is it? It's 2-1 Columbus, game four is tonight. Okay. Uh, Brad Marchand, seriously, you just have to be just the most annoying person in the NHL, don't you? What, are you Sean Avery 2.0 with a little more skill? I'll put, <laughs> I'll put that label on him. He's Sean Avery 2.0 with a little more skill. I'll give him that. Uh... If you didn't see what Brad Marchand did, there was a play in front of the net. Uh, was it the was it the Bruins net or the Jackets net? What play are you talking about? The one where Marchand comes up and punches the guy in the back of the head like a coward. Um, and then skates away. I didn't see that, actually. Well, when I'll, did it happen? I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. Anyway, Okay. basically, Marchand comes up after the whistle's blown. One of the Blue Jacket players is just sitting, like, on his knees on the goal line about to get up, and Marshy just comes up and punches him right in the back of the head and skates away. Well, that sounds like something you would do. Yeah. No, it does. It does. Uh, when, when he got uh, destroyed by P.K. Subban in Montreal, and oh, had to skate. Oh, right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. That's in front of the Jacket's net. Who yeah, was it, Harrington? I don't even know who it was. Yeah. Does it matter? What? <laughs> Like what a f- what a fuck! I, him or Tom Wilson? Who do you hate more? Well, I mean Tom Wilson, just because I hate the Capitals more, and like I cross paths with him more than I cross paths with the with Marshan. Yeah. I mean, right now it's up in the air, just simply because I follow a lot of Red Sox people and they tweet about the Bruins, so I see it, but. I, I I hate Brad Marchand with pretty much everything I have. Bra- Brad Marchand on punching Scott Harrington. Quote, it's playoff hockey. No, that's called you being a fuck, is what that's called. <laughs> Go get your fucking nose fixed, because it's the size of fucking Montana. It is, get yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I cannot believe that prick got a fucking cup. Let me, uh, hang on a second. Let me see if I can, uh, play this for you. I'm a little surprised, didn't expect it. I'm just talking to Bob. Uh, it's kind of a hectic play there. It's uh, kind of a scramble in front, and I was on all fours. Um, and I was trying to tell Bob where the puck was or whatever, and um, felt a little shot in the back, and that was it. It was fine. Good. No, I. Stuff like that's going to happen, and. We're not going to make anything out of it. Uh, I think we saw that there's no suspension or anything. So it's a hockey play, and it's the playoffs. That's what it's all about. You're going to take some shots, and um, you know, it's, we're not going to uh, let it linger past today. Yeah, let okay, me, so let it's me... confirmed. Game four, Harrington's coming. He's coming after Marshan. Uh, that was so – he's so calm about it, too. I can't I do, believe I, that. I, I do want to say this. I don't think it should be a suspendable offense. No. It was. It was. A, it, all in all, it was a love tap to the back of the head. But it's the act of what he did. It's not a suspendable offense. It's not. Like don't don't read into. Oh my God! I think Marshawn should be suspended for two games. No, that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is the act of what he did was just very childish, bush league, uh, a pest move, a rat move. I mean, I. 
like these words, like they don't even mean anything about him anymore because like you, this is like this is like the third worst thing he's ever done, you know. Give me I, the other two. I'm not even like entirely like if you had told me, hey, someone in this Bruins Blue Jackets game is gonna punch somebody in the back of the head. Who do you think it is? I'll be like, uh, Marshan. Marshan. Like, yeah. Yeah. And he, and like Bergeron was like standing holding somebody. And the one guy saw it, the Blue Jackets player saw it, like went to go after him, and Bergeron's like holding the Blue Jacket player back. I'm like, uh, Bergie, I don't know how you've been on a line with this guy for 10 years, but more power to you. Uh, along, along the lines of a pest move, so to speak, the Stars Blues. What? Andrew, what was the guy's name on the stars that was flopping around like a uh, catfish in the back of a boat? I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce his first name. It's, I think it's Issa. Okay. Issa Lendell or something like that. It might be Essa because he's because okay. he's probably Swedish or Finnish. I think I think he's from Finland. Okay, so Essa. That's how you would pronounce that. Okay. He took it. If you didn't see it, who who got the penalty for the Blues? Oh fuck! I don't know. I probably should have done. I should have like prepared for this podcast, but uh, I wasn't. Uh, uh, anyway, guy on the blues cross checks Essa like two or three times, and it's very clear and obvious that Essa flopped to the ground mm-hmm. on the first two. And they call it a cross check. The whistle blows. Essa turns around, and blues guy gives him another shot to the face, which that could go either way. I get hit. Oh, uh, it was uh, Bortuzzo was the one hitting him. Okay, the blues. So Bortuzzo cross checks him. I mean, like. He cross-checked him, but he did not cross-check him that hard. Right. Like, it was definitely, it was, uh, I'm here, I'm here, you better know I'm here. If you turn around and get the puck, I'm going to hit you. It wasn't, it was not a, uh, I'm going to cross-check you and try to break your neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it wasn't some Cody Eakin buckle shit. No, it wasn't. But Essa falls twice. Uh, Bertuzzo gets called for cross-checking. Uh, Essa gets up, goes to skate away, and Bertuzzo gives him one to the jaw. Which, it's fair. You dive in a playoff game. That's... It's deserved. I would say so. And then did you see... Uh, oh, hang on a second. I got something. What? Spencer trying to pull it out. Bertuzzo drops Lindell down. Lindell dives. Lindell dives again. Call him for... That's, I love uh, that word. that's a St. Louis radio. If you could, if, if you, you couldn't, if you tell. couldn't, if you couldn't tell, that was a St. Louis Blues broadcast. Uh, I didn't know uh, Lindell got a uh, two for embellishing, so that's good. Thank God for Dude, that. I'm look, I'm looking through some of these tweets. Someone has like a fake Atlanta Thrashers Twitter account, and the tweet says Essa Lindell flopped harder than our franchise. <laughs> Essa Lindell flopped harder than Neymar in the World Cup. Right. <laughs> Remember, he was like, kept rolling and rolling and rolling yes. and rolling. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's the fact that he, the fact that he like dove, got back up, and then kept doing it. And dove again, and then right. dove again several times. Like once just wasn't enough. He had to keep fucking going. No, I have props to him for persistence, but still. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. It's funnier the more I watch it because they get worse and worse every time. Oh my god, dude. I will. I will tell a story. Uh, have I embellished a call during my uh, bullshit hockey career? I'm to get it, yes. To get an edge, yes. However, I'm not blatantly diving all over the place. I was coming down the middle with the puck. I tried to split the defenseman, and uh, the guy clipped me under my cup. Uh, clipped my balls basically, and I yeah. fell. That and sounds he, lovely. And he thought I uh, embellished the call. I'm like, dude, you literally tried to chop my baby maker off. <laughs> That's literally what you did. Like, yes, you get me there, I'm going to fall. I don't care where I am. I could be on top of your goalie, I'm going to fall. Yeah, got to love goalies uh, chopping you. 
Moral of the story is the Stars ended up winning the game. So that series is uh, it's now a best of three. I was about to say, that series is tied, right? 2-2. Two, yeah, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Uh, and then last night, to go off of that, David Perron goes behind the net. Bishop is Ben Bishop, the Stars goalie, is in the trapezoid. And Perron gives him a nice, uh, uh, we'll put it this, a Barry Bond circa 2002 shot to the back as he's skating around Bishop. Bishop goes down, wants a call. There isn't one. And I said, before the period ended, because there was a whistle, I said, David Perron's a dead man. Uh, yeah. I, I literally, I said, David Perron might die. Uh, and then the at the end of the period, with about two seconds to go, the Stars were in the blue zone, and Bennington, the goalie for St. Louis, takes a shot at Jamie Benn, gives him, gives him a hack to the hip, and then gives him a nice little love tap to the head. Uh, ben does not react, showing incredible discipline, and Bennington skates away. Just starts skating in the locker room, which is across the ice. It's not on the benches in Dallas. It's across the ice. I mean, I understand, like, I, Bennington, what are you doing? Like, you got away with one, clearly. But now you want, now you want that smoke, basically. What, like, what are you doing? What was the point of that? Maybe emotions got the best of them. I don't know. It's playoff hockey, Johnny. Uh, I, apparently, I, apparently that's an excuse. I know. But, I mean, I do love playoff hockey, but some of the bullshit that goes on. You see um, Brock Nelson scored on the Hurricanes last night, and then as he was going by, he did like a little drive-by on uh, McElhaney. I, I did see that. I saw that this morning. Um for those that didn't see it, uh, Nelson scores, and he's skating left to right in front of, was it Marazic? Marazic was it was McElhaney. Marazic's been out. Okay, and then, so McElhaney, and he basically, he gives him, like, he gives McElhaney, like, basically a tap to the back of the head and skates around the net, and Dougie Hamilton comes up. Yeah, he wasn't having any of that shit. New, new. Uh, and then Dougie Hamilton tried to put him down, and didn't go too well for Dougie. Because uh, Nielsen was uh, ready. Um, That's uh, the, okay. So Jordan Eberle, I think scored like one goal in each of the four games in that sweep against the Penguins. Correct me if I'm wrong. He he has completely disappeared in this series. I, I'm I'm going through these games. I don't think Bailey or I'm sorry, uh, Eberle has recorded a single point in the series so far. Like I I I don't know what happened to him. They're on the verge of getting swept. They've got sw- they've got three goals in three games in this series. Jesus, I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, they, they got shut out in game one. That was a, the the one nothing overtime in the Hurricanes had. Yeah, the double uh, overtime. Yeah, they lose. Uh, what is it? Three to one. Game two. Or no, they lost two to one in game two. That was when uh, Carolina had like two goals in forty eight seconds or whatever in the third period. Okay. Islanders blew that one. And then last night they just—they really didn't have a shot. Now what did that? What did that end up being? Five to one. It was five two. It was five two, but I, I think Carolina had two empty netters. They did. They yeah. did. Um, so I guess I guess three two, but it didn't it didn't even seem that close. It, I I think the Hurricanes went up one nothing and the Islanders tied it. And the Hurricanes went up two one and the Islanders tied it. And it the Islanders tied it twice and. I never really got the vibe that, they're like, coming. oh, they're, they're they're back. I just kept thinking, okay, well, now the Hurricanes have to score again, and they will. I just didn't think the Islanders had it in them to, to win that game last night. So uh, they're going to have to turn it around big, 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 big time. Let's, uh, when's game four? Let me see. That would be tonight, wouldn't it? No, because they played last night. Oh, they, oh. So That's it's probably it. tomorrow night, unless they have a two-day break. Sometimes that happens. Nope, they play tomorrow. Tomorrow at 7. Uh, that sharks that sharks avalanche series. I mean, San Jose's up two to one. Uh, yeah. But I mean, that game hasn't. So let's 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 see here. What do we got? Sharks game one. It was five to two. Avalanche was four to three. Game two, and then it was four two. In game three, and I haven't really heard anything come out of that series. No, I haven't really. I mean, like those games have been 
like going past my bedtime, so uh, I don't really have a lot to, to weigh in on just yet. Uh, I mean, I should be watching, but after all, uh, finals is next week for my school, so I haven't really been watching. Sorry. Um, but let's do of the eight remaining teams. Uh, let's do let's do a power ranking. Yeah, so I have mine ready. I'll go from uh, I'll go from eight to one. Number eight. Uh, we just touched on them, the Islanders. I think they're of the of the uh, of the four teams that are currently losing their series or tied. Well, there's actually five teams either losing or tied. Um, the Islanders are the only ones right now that I really don't have a shot at moving on. Uh, they've just, like I said, their offense has just completely disappeared, and I'm not really sure what's happened to them. Maybe it was their move to Barkley. They should have stayed at Nassau. Uh, but I, I have them at eight right now. They just looked at uh, seven. This is how crazy the playoffs are. I have the Avalanche at seven. If the Avalanche had won game three, I would have bumped them up to two because of how well that they've they played against Calgary. If they had a 2-1 series lead right now with game four in Colorado, I would have had them at two because that's scary. But now that the Sharks are up 2-1, they look like they're flexing their muscle a little bit as the bigger team. Better team. Uh, I don't know how much longer the Avalanche can uh, hang with them. It will depend on what happens tonight. Uh, so I have Colorado at seven. Uh, right now, Boston, I have at six just because I, th I think they're a little bit better than St. Louis and um, Dallas are. But since those two teams are tied and the Bruins are losing their series right now, I don't know if I could really uh, justify putting them higher than six. But um, that's, they're down 2-1 in that series. Uh, they get a win tonight, and that's a brand new series. And then all of a sudden, I think that they would shoot up my power rankings. Because you'd have to think, now that the Lightning, um, Flames, and Capitals are all out, coming into the second round, I think a lot of people said this is like the... This has got to be the Bruins' cup to win. They're like the next. They're like next in line. I or think it's the uh, Bruins' cup to lose, rather, or, or to at least get to the finals. Whatever. Um, yeah, I have them at six, but that could change uh, pretty easily. Uh, five, I have Dallas, and then four, I have St. Louis. I mean, those could be switched around interchangeably pretty easily. That series is tied at two right now. I'll give the edge to St. Louis just because uh, it's a best two out of three right now, and two of the three are in St. Louis. Uh, although, they have, what I mentioned before, they have road ice advantage. Or, um, they don't have road ice advantage now. Because now two out of the three games, they have to hear that stupid, when the Saints go marching in, goal song. That's going to hurt them. And I think if, I think about it, um, last night was the first road game that the Blues had lost all postseason. So, the road ice advantage was real for them. If they don't have to worry about listening to that song, then, you know, they play a lot better. But, uh, so Dallas at five, St. Louis at four. I'll go Sharks at three. I think they're, after that game seven miraculous comeback, they're finally starting to get their, uh, their feet under them. They're playing like the team that a lot of people had them as their preseason pick to win the Stanley Cup because they got, uh, Eric Carlson back there. Um, and, you know, their offense starting to come alive. Logan Kocher has to be a front runner for the Consmite right now if, if they were to go on to win the cup. Two, Columbus. That they, they look scary. Um undefeated at home so far this postseason. They swept the President's Trophy's winner President Trophy winners and haven't really looked back. They had a very, very they had the they series could fairly easily be um three nothing Columbus right now. Again. Uh, Boston had to tie the game late in game one, and then they, they stole a game in overtime. I think Charlie Coyle, actually. Charlie Coyle, who got... I, I don't know if the trade was straight up or not. I can't remember, but he got traded for Ryan Donato. Ryan Donato's on the wild now, and I think they got a lot of heat for that, but Charlie Coyle uh, tied up game one for them and then won it in overtime, but since then, the Blue Jackets have... Uh, they've won the last two, and like I said, game four of that series is tonight in Columbus, so if they take a 3-1 series lead... I. You might be able to kiss Boston goodbye in this. Number one, uh, this is pretty easy, actually, I think, is the Hurricanes. Down 3-2 to the Capitals. Uh, they win that game, win game seven, and won the first three in this series. They've, got, they've won five in a row. 
They're undefeated at home in the playoffs. They've won five in a row overall in the playoffs. They've totally decimated the Islanders. And um, right now, they're the. If you had asked these other seven teams, who would you want to play next? The Hurricanes would be at their bottom of bottom of the list right now. They just they've looked superb. Uh, Mrazek gets hurt. I'm not sure when he he'll be back. I don't know. I haven't looked for an update on him. Uh, McElhaney comes in and they don't even skip a beat. They just got uh, Andrei Sveshnikov back after he got knocked. His lights got knocked out by Ovechkin. He had a concussion that kept him out for a few games, but he's back now. So they're just they're rolling. And that home crowd, I'm I'm getting Snapchats from my friends uh, that I knew from when I lived in North Carolina. They they have season tickets, so they've been at all the playoff games. It's it's scary for an for an opposing team. They they've looked really really good at home. So. Um, uh, I'm sure the Canes would love to just finish it up tomorrow night at home. So, uh, just to recap, from 8-1, to one, Islanders, Avalanche, Bruins, Stars, Blues, Sharks, Blue Jackets, Hurricanes. Go ahead, Johnny. I mean, I agree with you on most of the points. I'm going to go, the Islanders are definitely last. Uh, I'm going to put, I'm going to put the Bruins at 7. Show me something. If this is, if this is your time, if all of your quote-unquote foes are now out, Show me something, like, please. Show me, show me you're the big, show me you're the big bad birds. Um, stars and stars and blues, those are pretty interchange, interchangeable. I I agree with you. Uh, I'm I'm very anxious to see where this series goes. This series has been tough for both teams. Um, Avalanche. Are gonna be at what would that be? Four Islanders, Bruins, Stars. Yeah, uh, Avalanche at four simply because they pretty much steamrolled. I know they're down two one, but teams got teams got fight, teams got grit, and they have Nathan McKinnon. So Nathan, Nathan McKinnon is ah, uh, he's a top. He's in the discussion for the best player in the Western Conference of the teams that are still there. Uh, I'd yeah, put him probably. there. I'd put him there. I'd put him top three. Of the teams still remaining in the Western Conference, he is a top three player. You'd have to... So who else would like even be with him? Like Sagan? Couture, Sagan, probably those two. Carlson. Carlson's got his groin injury that he's still trying to come back from. They even mentioned it. They're like, Carlson's not himself because he can't really... I mean, he's moving, but he can't move as well as he as he could have if he was full, fully healthy. Um, go with the the, uh, the Jackets at three. Uh, and then I would go with the Hurricanes at two and the Sharks at one. Because Sharks showed me something in Game 7 of the first round. You're down 3-0, you get a very lucky break, and you take advantage of it fairly quickly, and then end up, even after blowing the lead in the last minute, you still come back and win it in overtime. All right. Don't blow it like you normally do, but... Right, yeah. yeah, don't, Don't go full Sharks on us. Don't do it. Don't you do it. What you do it to that fan base? They still got some unfinished business from that uh, 2016 run. I think they got unfinished business from the last decade and a half. Well, yeah, that. But I'm just that was like their that was their that was like the one time they've overachieved in the playoffs. I think. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, they they got to do it now. I think the the road's wide open for them in the West at this point. You got to finish. Just got to finish. Uh, that uh, that's gonna do it for us, uh, Andrew. Did I tell you we got we got over a hundred downloads for episode four? You did, yeah. That was exciting. We got to the triple digits. So everybody who is listening, we appreciate you. Tell your the best friends. Best to come. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Uh, if you if you enjoy us, let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear from you if you want us to talk about something. If we have an opinion on it, we will certainly give it. Um, just subscribe, rate, and review. 
on iTunes. Please, please, please. That'll help us. And uh, we will see you guys either... Could be We could record on Sunday. Could be next week. Uh, either way, we'll let you guys know. And uh, we'll see you guys later this week. Have a good one.